My name is Denise. I am a compulsive overeater and a uh, hundred pounder. I, when I came into the uh, program, I was a hundred pounds overweight, and um, I will tell you a little bit about how it was, what happened to change me, and how it is now. Well, how it was, I started as a compulsive overeater very early in life. I had my first binge when I was 18 months old. And I guess you say, how in the world did that happen? Well, my mother was a teenager and she had cooked so much, she had cooked a dessert. And she let me eat so much of it. I was throwing it up. And I believe that actually happened. Because to this day, that particular fruit that the dessert was made out of nauseates me when I smell it. So uh, I, like I said, I started early when I was 18 months old. And I was often running from there. My, um, I was a fat child, and in those days, fat children were the um, now the normals for fat children. But in those days, skinny children were were the normal, and they made fun of the fat children and. They, uh, not only did they call me fatso, they called me crybaby because I would cry when they called me fat. And so I had a rather miserable childhood. And uh, when I became 13 years old, I went on my first diet and I lost. I don't know how much I weighed when I went on that diet, but when I went off, I was about 120 pounds. And I was able to maintain that until I was 33 years old. And how I did that is I would weigh myself first thing in the morning. And if I had gained weight, it was going to be a horrible day because I was going to have to starve. And if I had lost weight, it was going to be a good day because I could eat. So I maintained my weight by starving and binging. And the scale is a horrible higher power to have the scale determine what kind of day you're going to have. So I went on like that until my father died. And when my father died, I had my first nervous breakdown. And in those days, I was finally diagnosed as manic depressive. Well, manic depressive now has been renamed bipolar. and. Uh, so for 20 years, from the age of 
33 until Robert's about 53 and came into Overeaters Anonymous. I was in and out of mental health units. And the reason for that actually is because I would not take the medicine the way it was prescribed. But when I got to Overeaters Anonymous, I was able to um, grow up and started taking the medication as prescribed. And when I did that, a miracle happened. The medicine worked. And so today, I can say that what it says in the beginning of Chapter 5, where it says there's those among us who have grave mental and um, emotional disorders, I'm paraphrasing, but they do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Well, when I got honest about the games I was playing with the medication, I was able to recover. And that is a miracle, a real miracle. I just had no idea that how out of control my life really was. The fact that I was 100 pounds overweight and um, had been able to lose and 100 pounds more than once and gained it back before I got to Overeaters Anonymous. Well, when I got down to what is a healthy body weight for me, I was in the program, I was able to go on the maintenance uh, part of that particular food plan. And I maintain on that same thing today, almost 30 years later. So I found something that worked for me, and I was able to follow through with it. And the reason why, it took me 10 years to lose that 100 pounds. But the reason why I was able to do that is because I was working the steps. And it's a 12-step program, and the steps worked for me. So I was really blessed to get to the Overeaters Anonymous when I did. Like I said, I was already pretty old. I was 53 years old. And um, in July of this year, I'm turning 80. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that I never would have lived long enough to see 80 years had I not gotten here when I did. Because I was in very poor physical health. My mental and emotional health was a roller coaster. And I was spiritually bankrupt. I learned that from um, 
the AA 12 and 12, where it talks about being spiritually bankrupt. And I was a very religious person, but as far as um, having a relationship with God, I didn't have it because the food was actually my God, little G-O-D. And I was um, really not, really not able to do much about it before I got to the 12-step way of life. But today, I have a measure of physical health, a measure of mental and emotional health. And my spiritual life has blossomed. It has grown by leaps and bounds. And all of that happened because I was able to work the steps. And one of the reasons I was able to work the steps is because when I came in, I was so desperate. I was so desperate, I wanted to die on a daily basis. And I just came in, I got a sponsor, I I was abstinent the day I came in, and how that happened is I had been going to Weight Watchers, and I, of course, doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting a different result, but the day I got to Overeaters Anonymous, I was able to follow the Weight Watchers food plan all day long. First time in five years I was able to do that because I got up to 230 pounds in Weight Watchers. And what I had learned is you could go to the program, to the Weight Watchers program, You could pay your money and you didn't have to weigh. So I I was in complete denial about my weight. And so I wasn't weighing anymore in there. I was just going there and listening, actually listening to the Weight Watcher trainer. And uh, I had wanted to become a Weight Watcher trainer. But that never happened because I got to Overeaters Anonymous before. And I lost the weight in uh, Overeaters Anonymous. I didn't lose it in Weight Watchers. So I couldn't qualify to be a Weight Watcher trainer. And that's just fine with me. Today, I am really, really blessed to have... um, like I say, gotten here before when I did. And I often say that Overeaters Anonymous saved my life. But not only did it save my life, it gave me a life because I was just sleepwalking through life. And the food kept me anesthetized. But when I got here and I gave up the food, the memories, 
of my childhood abuse surfaced. And when the memory surfaced, it was like a nightmare. And, but today, I call those my precious memories because had I not been able to get free from the ghost of my past. And today I have worked the steps, I guess, about four or five times. And every time I work them, there's new um, memories that come up. And I think if I work the steps every year for the rest of my life, there would still be things that would come up. However, I do believe that I have been able to um, deal with or clean up the wreckage of my past for the most part. It didn't happen overnight. And this is this program does not happen overnight. At least it didn't for me. It took time. And like I said, I was willing to take that time because I was so desperate and um, the program was working. Losing 100 pounds in 10 years is about a pound a month. And not everybody loses weight that slowly. But that 10 years was a very important time for me. Because during that time, I learned how to eat. And you say a person 53 years old should already know how to eat, but I hadn't a clue. So I just took the suggestions of my sponsor and did what he uh, said, and it worked. I think that my sponsor the reason I asked her to be my sponsor is she said that she was a grateful, compulsive overeater. And I wanted to know what she had to be grateful about because I didn't see anything to be grateful about having this illness. However, what I've learned is that had I not had this illness, I would not have found the 12-step way of life, which is a true blessing because it's truly a design for living that really works. And that's what I needed because I was really, well, I wasn't going to commit suicide because in my, I believe, that if I committed suicide, I would go straight to hell. And I was already living a life of hell, so I certainly didn't want to die and go there. So I wasn't going to commit suicide. I just wanted to lie down, go to sleep, and not wake up, which is a suicide wish. Just wishing. Gentle reminder, Denise, five more minutes. Thank you. I am uh, today, how it is for me today, 
I am a great-grandmother. I have three great-grandchildren, and those three great-grandchildren are the joy of my life. And had I not gotten to Overeaters Anonymous, I probably would not have seen my grandchildren grow up, much less to see these three great-grandchildren. So I have... uh, a life today that's really beyond my wildest dreams. And that's not to say I don't have challenges, because I do. And as I get older, I have more and more challenges. However, my earlier life has made me strong enough to survive my old age. And I like to end my Share by saying that today abstinence is the most important thing in my life without exception. And God is number one because without God, I cannot stay abstinent. And without abstinence, I have no conscious contact with God. Thank you so much for allowing me to share. And, um, I will end it right there.